afternoon to all the great listeners of our program, Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. So glad that you're able to join us today. We have uh, an exciting topic uh, because uh, the news media has sent us a scientific study that says your liver is never more than three years old. In other words, you get a new liver every three years. And I think this is going to be a great conversation for John Barson and I. John Barson is the researcher and editor for Total Health Magazine. Been working with him for 15 or 20 years. Lost track of how many years we're actually working together. It's been a long time. <laughs> but John, welcome to the program and welcome to uh, the liver health. Is a new liver possible is our title today. Well, I'm glad. I think I just refreshed mine, and I'm, I'm keeping it going. I'm making sure I maintain my high-quality organic coffee intake. All right. And so that's one of your detoxes for the liver? It is, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the liver is just an amazing organ. It's just an amazing organ. Yeah, it, you know, it does three or four hundred things all at once. I mean, it's just the primary detoxification organ in the, liver, in the body. And, you know, after that, the skin takes over and tries to do what it can do. But the skin is just reacting to the difficulties that the liver is facing. So anytime you get a rash, you probably got to figure that, it, that the liver is not able to, to detox all the things that are coming through your body. And so then it throws it out there and then your skin reacts to it. But it was surprising to me that this new article came out and said, we automatically get this new liver every three months. They actually did a study of, we don't even know how many people were in the study, but they were aged 20 to 84. And all of the livers were the same age when they did this carbon testing technique. And I thought to myself, okay, it sounds wonderful. I know that if you take a piece of the liver away, it can regenerate itself. I know it's the only organ in the body that can do that. And I know that cells are replaced all the time. And so I really wasn't surprised. But these German scientists, they seem to be surprised that people had the same age liver at 84 as the ones in the study that were 20. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, we're learning new things all the time. And uh, like you said, like, you know, with the latest science showing that the liver is only three years old. I just think mo most people, when they think of a bad liver, they think of, you know, alcoholism. But I think non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is tremendous in the population. And we really have to start looking at what we're doing in our diets. And it comes back to inflammation most of the time. And we're going to talk in an upcoming show about gut health. I can't wait for that topic. But... There's a lot we can do for the liver to keep it healthy. But it didn't seem like they were saying anything about that. I mean, the, the, the whole study seemed to ignore the fact that you have to work at keeping your liver healthy. That just sort of happened automatically. And that's the thing that bothered me. Because when you say that an 84-year-old has the same liver as a 20-year-old, that seems to be an extraordinary thing to me because the body accumulates a lot of cellular damage over time. And... I'm suspicious. I want to know how many people were actually in that study. Because if you did a study of 10 or 20 or 30 people, you're not going to get the statistical validity that you really need. And how do people get liver cancer? I mean, does it just develop in three days or three years? We know that it takes 10, 5, 10, 15 years for a liver to become cancerous. So if all those cells are being replaced every three years, then that would make it virtually impossible to get liver cancer, wouldn't it? You're right. Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> it, it, make, it makes no sense to me either. I was really, really puzzled by it. And then, interestingly enough, I saw another study that was talking about the fact that 25% of adults in the United States have non-fatty liver disease starting in their body. Now, that's excess fat mostly. That's obesity and diabetes. And, and I'm just wondering, were these scientists talking to each other? Because these are very conflicting results from these two studies. And so it's your job and mine in the next 20 minutes to try to figure this out. How did this happen? Which study is the most true and the most accurate? Because we have to sort this out and let people know what are they supposed to do with their liver? Just forget about it and let it stay healthy on its own without doing anything? Because that seems to me not to make any sense at all. Well, you know, the topic of, I'll put this in quotation, science has been in the media for the past two years. And uh, some people that follow their science, they're promoted on major media and in newsprint on TV. And other people, I think we might fall into that group at some points, the science we follow is ignored. And this is really confusing for listeners and viewers and readers. Wh whose science do you believe? And, and maybe it more comes down to how do we as individuals understand science better if we want to do our own research and not just listen to a doctor that followed one study or that one study or the other. You know, I think it all comes down to, you're right, you have to look at the small print, you have to do a little due diligence on your own. At the same time as these studies were coming in, there was a study on uh, diabetes and the pancreas. And these scientists were saying that processed grains are not a cause for any increase in the risk of diabetes. And I thought, wait a minute, we've been told for the what? last 60 years that processed grains are part of the problem because they just break down exactly like sugar and then that's an insult to the pancreas and then you, you get the beta cells not being able to work the way they should to make insulin. And I thought, wait a minute, what's going on here? And I read in the small print, it said, partially sponsored by the Grain Council of America. <laughs> there you go. And I thought, okay. But, you know, that one was obvious. I mean, that was obviously a headline that people looked at, and if they read the article and didn't look at the disclaimers, they wouldn't have known that, right? Well, there were no disclaimers in this German study. And they didn't even tell us when it was done, how many people there were, what their existing state of health was whenever they were tested. And then there's this whole thing about carbon dating. I just don't know whether carbon dating is the way to evaluate whether a liver is healthy or not. And so to me, it raised so many questions. I'm going to err on the side of the liver is really important and needs to be helped and taken care of very carefully every day of your life. And I'm going to go on that side and I'm going to say the German scientists just got it wrong. I think we're in agreement on this one. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I mean, there's so much literature out there. Before I forget, there's a book out there that I want to tell everybody about called Liver Rescue. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's done by a medical medium named Anthony William. And the foreword is by Christine Northrup, MD. And this is like a 350-page book of everything you need to know about the liver's impact on almost every part of your body. 
and what you need to do nutritionally to make sure you're getting all the things that you need to make your liver as healthy as it can be because it has this tremendous job to do, not just detoxifying, but breaking down a lot of these nutrients into things that can be used by the body because it does that just the same as it does, they do that in the intestines too, but the liver is really responsible for breaking a lot of these large macronutrients down into smaller nutrients that your cells can really use. So to me, I mean, if people want to really find out what their liver's all about, Liver Rescue by Anthony William. And uh, I just think they'll learn so much and they're going to make themselves so much healthier by reading that book and trying to really figure out how they can incorporate some of these. Like, he's a big fan of celery, all right? He's a big fan of lemon. And so a lemon juice and a celery juice every day is going to make the liver really, really healthy. But he has dozens and dozens of other things that are suggested to make your liver as healthy as it can be. And I know you have some things that you like to use, too. Right, and I, I do want to add to your, your celery. I love celery as well, but keep in mind that celery is one of the uh, vegetables, I believe they're in, it's in the dirty dozen for a lot of pesticides, so make sure that if you're eating celery, it's, it's organic. Absolutely, good. That's a great point. Yeah, thank you. That's a great point. So, as I mentioned off the top there, coffee. I've read studies about, and, and that's another one, like you, <laughs> much like your, your point off the top, there are studies that show that coffee is really beneficial for the liver. And then there's other studies that say coffee is not that great for the liver. And again, coffee is another food stuff that is uh, highly pesticide laden. So, uh, you know, organic coffee is the only way to go. And without sugar. And uh, what do you think of Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee? I don't know that much about it. All, all I know is I've always had the opinion that there's two ways that coffee can be put into your body. And the way that seems to have the best science is the way that uh, puts it into the bottom of your body rather than at the top of your body as an enema. And uh, right. I, know that, I know that coffee enemas work very, very well. And they really do stimulate the liver, but you don't have to take it through the digestive system to get the benefit instead of you back into the digestive system. And I've never <laughs> personally done it, but my wife has and other people I know have done it. And a lot of people swear by it for cancer. I mean, they just think it's the, one, of the only, one of the main things you should do if you have cancer is to do coffee enemas. I'm in agreement with that as well. Uh, what about beetroot juice? Oh, beetroot juice is a whole different story. I mean, beets are probably, I tell people there's two foods in the world that I think are the most healthy, sardines and beets. And I tell you, you can't say enough about how much they help to produce RNA in the body and make sure that your body really has all the things that it needs and more things in those two foods as far as you know, the health benefits than almost any other foods that are out there, in my opinion, from the studies I've read. So beets are great, for instance, for helping to make nitric oxide. Well, we're, we're gonna talk about a new sponsor that we have that really has a product that has beetroot uh, beets in it, and it's all about making nitric oxide to make sure your arteries are working well and your heart's working well. And so right. uh, I love beets. I just think they're fantastic. When I started eating beets years ago uh, on a more regular basis, I was buying organic beets at Costco. And uh, I'll never forget, the first thing I used my brand new Instant Pot for when I purchased that years ago was 
to make my own beats, steam my own beats. But uh, then what I did was I took the beats, they peel super easy, the skin just falls off them after you do them in an instant pot. I cubed them and I put them in a large jar and filled it with organic apple cider. Let it sit in the fridge for a few days. I started eating those. Oh man, they're so delicious. Wow, that's fantastic. And see, we're, we're always on the edge here at Healing Trends with Dr. Benz because there was another study out today that was questioning the benefits of apple cider vinegar. You know, there aren't a lot of studies on it, but I know that a lot of practitioners, a lot of individual patients just swear by it. I mean, I just... Yes. In fact, when you look at uh, a lot of the products from a company called Complete Naturals, Every product they have, whether it's for the liver, the kidneys, or the gallbladder, they are based on apple cider vinegar. And so I think it really does have a lot of uh, cleansing possibilities in it. And people actually bathe in that as well. They sit in apple cider vinegar bathing pools and uh, they just Really? I missed yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, man. It, it goes into their cells. I could repurpose just... the hot tub. Well, listen, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think anything's possible, but I've read about these things. And again, this is for cancer. A lot of these people are doing this for cancer. And so right. know, here's coffee, here's apple cider vinegar. I mean, these are what we call the home remedies. They have some evidence behind them. They're just not studied as seriously as some of the things like nutraceuticals, because I think right. they, get, they get the serious attention and, and probably they should. But this liver rescue guy, Anthony William, he does it all. I mean, he talks about nutraceuticals. He talks about drugs, whether they're good or bad or not. And then he talks about all these natural therapies as well. So I think that's something people should really pay attention to. And you're right. It was the non-alcoholic liver problem, the non-alcoholic liver disease that was in 50 or 25% of the population. And so this is really something that it sounds like to me, if 25% of adults have it, this is a catastrophe. But in the medical community, they're looking at a new test that tests how much inflammation your, your cells have and how much your immune function is working. And so they have a test called the hepocelloric carcinoma test. Okay. And so technically it's called the PLSEC N-A-H-L-D test. And that will tell you whether you're on the pathway to getting liver cancer. Well, to me, John, that's just like an early cancer test that tells you whether things, cells are already developing. I want to know a lot earlier than that. So here's my secret sauce for the day. Electrodermal screening. Now, this is a test. There's a part of your body, of your finger and your toes, where there's a, a joint where the electrodermal screening medium actually comes at this joint. And if you test these joints, it verifies what's going on in different organs in terms of your mitochondria health. So the one in the liver is on the foot, okay? It's on, I think, the big toe or the second to the bottom big toe. These are acupuncture points, okay? But if you right. use this screening device, it will actually send a signal right to the liver. The liver will examine whether there's a certain amount of energy being developed in the mitochondria in the cells in the liver, and it will give you a score of zero to 100. If you're in the range of 45 to 55, that means your liver is operating very, very efficiently. 
if you're above 55, if you're a 60 and 65, that means your liver is stressed. That means the mitochondria is stressed. If you're below 45, that means your liver is weakened. It's already been stressed, and now those cells are, are problematic. If you can find out that your mitochondria and your liver are stressed, you're going to get an early warning of five to seven years before any medical test will show you any liver enzymes showing up or even this new test. Five to seven years warning that your liver is starting to have a stressful environment in the mitochondria. Now you can do all the natural things that you and I know about and we're going to mention and you can get that score back in the 45 to 55 zone. So I know this test. This test is used by probably 50% of doctors in Europe. It's called MDS, uh, electrodermal screening, MDS. It, it's not everywhere, but there are thousands of practitioners in the United States and Canada that are doing it. This isn't a new technology. I mean, this, is, this has been improving over 50 years. Yes, exactly. It's been around a long time. And there are certain companies that have been refining it and making it better. I have two of these units. I used them in my clinic when I had the clinic 10 years ago. And I'm telling you, it was the most accurate thing that I ever used to get people to know whether certain organs in the body were under stress and needed help. Well, it really supplements blood testing too, right? Yes, exactly. You can actually find out whether the supplements, your specific supplements that you have in your hand are resonated with a frequency that's consistent with the frequencies in your body. I mean, people are probably saying, well, Dr. Benz, you've gone off the end here, boy. Uh, you know. <laughs> Take off your tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah, get your act together. But I'm, I haven't said a lot about it in a lot of other programs. I've mentioned it once or twice, but this is a challenge. This liver thing is a challenge. And so I don't even think about blood tests when I go for the liver because I know that the liver enzymes do not activate very readily and that some people have had 70% of their liver actually be cancerous or diseased and they didn't know it from any of the tests they were getting because the liver is very resilient. And if you have like 30% of your liver working, your tests will come out normal and perfect. And then all of a sudden, going down to like 29 or 28% effectiveness and you get these enzymes and then the doctor says, oh, we better do some biopsies here and try to figure out what's going on. They do the biopsies, sometimes five or 10 of them. They find out that 90% of the biopsies show disease. And the patient says, how did that happen, doctor? Did I get that overnight? My tests were okay last year. No, that happened over 10 or 15 or 20 years. The testing is just terrible in this area. That's why I'm so strong on this electrodermal screening. Well, you know, another great thing about this is the food sensitivity test, right? They have over 200 of the most common foods that can be accurately tested with this system. All of our microbiomes are different, right? So we're, we're yeah. going to have different types of food sensitivities. And uh, again, I can't wait to get onto that program. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you just but, made a good yeah. point. The, there's another, there's a blood test that actually tell you what your sensitivities are too, called the ALCAT, the ALCAT test. And that's testing antigens for about 200 foods. And so this would be actually another good way to find out whether the food you're eating is causing sensitivities because the uh, electrodermal screening can do it for the supplements. But for the foods, I think the antigen test is actually as good or better. 
because it will tell you every food has its own set of antigens. And the ALCAT test will, will measure whether you're having a reaction to those things. And then you're going to end up with some bowel disruption. But basically, this also means that this could mean that you have some liver problems building up. So let's spend the last five minutes. How do we get a healthy liver? What are the foods? What are the supplements? Let's give everybody a good, a good parting strategy for what they need to do. The supplements I like for the liver are coenzyme Q10. This protects the DNA in your cells. It also helps to produce more energy in your cells. I mean, in one study on the kidneys, people were on dialysis and they used 180 milligrams of coenzyme Q10 for three months. 50% of the people were able to get off their dialysis. And actually, a lot of them, after they started to eat better and take supplements, they never had to go on dialysis again. So that's CoQ10 is really big. And they did a study on vitamin E, and they found out that vitamin E was better for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, better than any prescription drug on the market. That's vitamin E, and you have to have four tocopherols in there, the alpha, beta, the, the gamma, and the delta. And don't forget the tocotrienols. You also should have those in your supplement as well. So vitamin E is fantastic for the liver. Vitamin B1 is great for the liver. So those are some of the supplements. And of course, Anthony William has a lot of foods, but I'll just mention milk thistle. I mean, that's a supplement too, and a food. Fish oil, aloe vera, and curcumin, alpha lipoic acid, fish oil. These are all goods for the liver. What's in your formula, John? You, I think you have a formula that you like. Yes, I actually, I love Himalaya. And uh, thanks to Johnny at Beyond Nutrition, my local health food store, he brought that to my attention. I used to think of liver care, you know, I would take like milk thistle and, and other things, but I've since learned that there are quite a few other things that are much more beneficial. And uh, Himalaya has uh, capers and chicory and Arjuna and uh, several other natural ingredients. And I, I do that every couple of months. I'll do a session of that. Well, and people should know that there are detoxification programs out there because the liver is the organ that helps to detoxify. But the liver can become toxic. And so I like Clear Change from Metagenics. That's a really great detoxification program. That's a program. good one. So I always say to people, detoxify first. Then if you get some of the stuff out of your system that shouldn't be there, that'll lighten the load and your liver will say, geez, thanks a lot, I really appreciate that. Then you can start some of these other things that we talked about in terms of food and supplements. Then your liver will be really healthy and you can actually, as we just mentioned, you can verify whether this is working with this electrodermal screening. See your score at the beginning of the program. After about two or three months, score again with your acupuncturist and see what your score is. I guarantee you, if you have a score that's above 55 or below 45 and you do this kind of a program, you will get a better score. Your cells will be healthier. And I think that's the best test of all for liver health. So I just think that we could talk probably another half an hour about this, but we need to, to get on with taping another show, actually. You and I have another yes. taping to do. <laughs> so I wanted to mention our sponsors today, and we're going to add a new sponsor today. And I'm pretty excited about this. So I'm going to mention our first four regular sponsors, which we honor and we hope they continue to support us because this is allowing our whole program to be allowed to occur. First, Beacon Point Advisors. They're financial advisors and there's 50 offices around the country. 
and they're doing state-of-the-art investment counseling for people, and they're also paying attention to people's health. And I think that's one of the more important things because if you don't have your health, the wealth doesn't really make a big difference. And so Beacon Point advisors are everywhere. You can look them up. You can see which office is nearest to you. The one in Sarasota is the one that I use, and I think they're a great company. I've been working with them for about 20 years, and they really embrace this whole health and wealth together idea. Another sponsor is Paddock Pools. Paddock Pools has a fantastic detoxifier for your pool. This is a vacuum extractor that takes chlorine gas off the surface of the pool so that you can get highly oxygenated water to breathe while you are exercising. There's no other company that makes a product this quality and this effective. This actually gets 95% of the chlorine gas off the surface of the pool so that you can really breathe the best possible water. This is important because if you don't take that chlorine gas off and you spend a lot of time in the pool, you'll have low zinc levels, you'll have low vitamin D3 levels, and it can lead to cancer if you're swimming the pool too much with these chlorine gases in them. Third sponsor is MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company, and this is different than health insurance. Health insurance is pay up front, pay what we think you're gonna have to use, MPB Health works on the basis of every member actually puts into the kitty every year a premium that's kind of equivalent to what their costs were that year. And so this allows them to do more in wellness, more on prevention, so that you can end up reducing your insurance costs by 30 to 50%. And so there's a commercial out there for a company that I won't mention, an insurance company that says, only pay for what you need. Well, guess what? This is a medical cost sharing insurance program that you only pay for what you really need instead of what the insurance companies want you to pay for. The fourth sponsor is DHA Labs. DHA Labs is the most progressive lab company in North America, in my opinion, because they've been for 50 or 60 years now developing tests that allow people to see what's going on at the cellular level five to 10 years before other tests. And so I've developed four tests with them on cardio and on immune system and on cancer and on just general wellness. And these are all tests that have things in them that your regular blood tests from your doctor do not have in them. And they're the ones that find out whether your cells are under attack and under challenge, and they will allow you to see what's going on at the cell level five to 10 years before these other tests can. And today we have a new sponsor called Cardio Miracle. This came about when I saw the product for the first time in an article, I looked it up, I looked at the ingredients. Then I looked at my own ingredients and my own cardiovascular formula. And I thought, oh my God, they have the same ingredients and many more that are already out there as the protocol that I recommend. And then I started to look at the science. And I'm telling you, the science is phenomenal. And they are getting results that are unbelievable. Even in a hospital, when they're going in, uh, they recommend that, that people take this cardio miracle for two weeks before they do an operation of any kind. They're so prepared, their cells in their body are so prepared that when they come out of it, they heal 50% sooner than if they didn't take this product. 
And so then they still take it afterwards as well. The statistics keep coming out about all the benefits for this product. So we're going to put this on our website, drbenzdrcharlesbenz.com. And if you use the code drbenz15, you're going to get a 15% discount and you're going to find out this is the product you've been waiting for. This may take the place of as many as five to 10 supplements. I'm looking at it right now. It's amazing. They have like a hundred ingredients in there, John. Yes. And the studies are off the charts. Unbelievable. D-ribose, L-arginine. The list is so long. Yeah, exactly. And they're getting a synergy here. This is the thing that's amazing. They're getting a synergy with vitamin D. Vitamin D uptake now is like 50% better because they're opening up pathways that vitamin D needs to be following. And this product is opening up those pathways so that vitamin D is actually able to be developed in your body more efficiently. So it's actually called the Cardio Vitamin D Formula. So check it out, Cardio Miracle, on our homepage, drcharlesbenz.com, drbenz15, and give it a try because... This is going to be something that you're going to see and feel the difference. I'm going to review this in Total Health Magazine. This is amazing. Okay. All right. Sounds good to me. I think we're going to, uh, I think we're actually going to do a couple of shows on it as well in the future. So thanks to everybody. Thanks to John. I think we covered the topic as well as we could within 30 minutes. I feel like we have a limit there sometimes that we wish we didn't have to have. But anyway, John, thanks a lot for your help today. And Thank you, Charles. Yep. Say uh, goodbye to our listeners and thanks again for all your support and to our sponsors as well. Have a great day. We'll talk to you all soon down in the next program. Bye now.